Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Welcome. Can I welcome them? Sure. Welcome them to the Marketing who, Money Podcast. Are they who we thought they were? All I know is it's virtual. Like a conference we're going to have in September. Yay. Virtual. No comment. I mean, we can't we can't we can't comment on this without it even though I have no political opinion on it, like we could say thanks to the people that. Oh, I don't blame the organization. That no, 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 ADA no, had no, to make no, the call no, they no, made. No, no yeah. that, that that's that, completely that's reasonable. But like anyway, this a resurgence, this isn't an avoidable, an avoidable the, resurgence of of the virus. This isn't the cryptic podcast. What the ABA marketing conference, which we were looking very much forward to which was going to be in Austin in September in person and kind of everyone was going to come back and see your old pals again and your peers and your buddies. And now it's been changed to being a screen that you look into and watch people talk to you again, because thanks to a lot of things, we, uh, we can't seem to get past this little pandemic we've found ourselves in. So, yep. Sucks. Gonna miss my peeps. But you can still see them online September 27th and 28th. It's just not the same. I hate to say it. It's 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 not even in the, I miss the same. It. I, it's I, not even in the same same. I don't No, it's not even the not 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 in the same ballpark. One's a sport and the other is a I don't know. It I, well, well, side note about the virtuality. I just miss it. I, I miss think we talked people. about this virtuality. Yes. Also a uh, virtuosity Denzel watched a movie with Russell Crowe. So before we got on this, we were talking about all the roles that Denzel Washington plays in movies. Where he's always a disgruntled thing. Like, Denzel's but the, even when the he's, cleanest cut, like, professional guy, yet he's always someone who is who is not just disgruntled, what would it be, um, not disenfranchised, uh, like, like... Just frustrated. Well, like, lost his job for dubious purposes. I can't think, like... Whatever. whatever. You don't, like... But but the ones I named weren't even the ones you named. I said airline pilot, military, police officer, some, like... You go through those, you go through all those, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, dishonorable, those... dishonorably discharged person. Yet he's the best at his job, always, and clean cut and professional. The only movie where he played it straightforward was um, Training Day. But he's still, he he's not fired yet. He's still kind of the police officer who's a little. He's, he is not kind of. He is he he is he's on the dark better side. than King Kong. He's on the dark side. Yeah. yeah. Ethan Hawke in that movie. That was a Just, good movie. It's a good movie, but he drove me crazy, like how cringy and like, ooh. Yeah. Anyway. He did have a pistol held to his face. For some of it. Yeah. So you can act crazy if that happens. Mm-hmm. I think so. Hopefully I'll never have I just don't know why Denzel, with everything Ethan Hawke's character did in that movie, why Denzel would have ever trusted to bring him in on the inner circle. But I can't remember the plot. Maybe he, I think. I don't it, think he did. I think he was using him. Maybe so. To get to a means at the end. He was using him. He wasn't bringing him in. It was all a, a yeah. ruse. Huh. Yes. It's a ruse. It we're in a, a 1920s movie now. It was a ruse. So we're back to virtual. But side sidebar to on the, sidebar. the virtual, virtual sidebar. Can people realize that prior to 
February 2020, when all this stuff started happening, we didn't have to use Zoom to communicate with people. Well, I wouldn't say we would. We didn't. I guess we didn't have to. Is accurate because, but it was a valuable tool. Because to, now I won't say everyone because we talk about not using absolutes in our marketing strategy. We never use absolutes. Never, never ever use absolutes. But it's absolutely crazy that instead of just using a phone call or there's no such thing as a phone call you, anymore. It's like I'll just hop on a Zoom. I don't have to look at you and fix what's going on to talk. Just call my phone. Just call my phone or use email. It's like Zoom. I think, be, I think this Zoom sh- became something you almost had to do. Not for me, but other people thought they had to do. I think it's. I think it's another, another nail in the coffin of the middle ground. People hate phone calls. You hate phone calls. You're saying call me, but you hate phone calls. I know you no, do. I'm just. Yeah, but my true. But, but my point is, people love to text to avoid a phone call. Well, if you can and text, text gonna, if you can email, email. If you can phone call, phone call. But then Zoom's like the but fourth But that's what I'm saying. We, degree. We, we, we would prefer to text or Zoom, like go full in. But phone calls still are kind of... The, we talk about like, oh, direct mail, all that. Like the phone call is one of the worst media on the... A medium on the planet. Well, that, as far as hated. I, I think the reason people want to do Zoom is so you don't check out on your attention on the phone call because you can be on the phone and you're typing or looking away or look well, it's a little more like okay for the speakerphone thing too like I, I i love my airpods i love using a speakerphone so i'm not so i take notes and all that instead of the phone up to the ear remember the rubber thing that the lady at the you um, put on your cor- corner of your shoulder yeah uh, your the collarbone la- the lady the school secretary that answered the phone in the office had that thing and like hers was like the mega version like the the shoulder clamp. Just ergonomic. Yeah, very ergonomic. <laughs> ergonomic AF. Just shoulder, just her shoulders felt so good. Yeah. Just always felt good. Yeah. Anyway, so the conference will be virtual for those of you that like the marketing conference with the American Bank. Which you should. If you don't like it, you should like it. And you'll like it. You'll learn. If you're listed, the, the Venn diagram of people who like the ABA marketing conference and us should be a circle. It yeah, I think I don't is. know how you could like one and not the other. No, but anyway, what what are we what are we talking about today? Other than Denzel Washington's strange character backgrounds in every movie he's in, not just str- strangely candidate. Well, I mean, it's military. He's kind of yeah. trying to get out, but they've programmed him to run for office. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. American Gangster, disgruntled gangster. <laughs> that is good. This gangster gruntled. This disgruntled gangster. Speaking of being disgruntled. One of mine and John's pet peeves is people being mad about being mad. Like, when you mess up and then somebody gets mad at you, then being mad at them for being mad at you for messing up. So I'm going to be mad at somebody for being mad. Oh, mad for mad. Mad squared. Mad. I'm mad at you because you're mad. Let's yeah. get on social media. Let's. You, sir. You, sir. With all due respect. You, sir. But I said with all due I respect. Lo- I love I love you, sir, like, like as a verb. Like, oh, he just got you, sir. Which is kind of like you just got served. If you have a post on Facebook that has we the people and you sir in it, just stop. (laughs) Just stop. So speaking of that, I'm a bank vendor. I don't know if you know that. I'm a friend of the industry, but if you strip it all away, I'm just a guy selling stuff to banks. With love and care, (laughs) integrity. But there's a trend that that's driving me absolutely nuts. Zoom calls. No, I love Zoom calls. I love them. <laughs> of course you do. I look so hot on Zoom. 
Well, yeah, because you use those filters. Yeah. They work great. I don't even have a beard in real life. No. <laughs> Full head of hair, beard, yeah. tan. Yeah. No. Show uh, up and they're like, is that the guy? Yeah, see him in person. Him? I'm just this, well, I am pretty wiry, but like just that, shriveled, is that, pale. Is that him? Uh, hi. <laughs> Corrects my voice. No, just, so we have enough negativity in the world with everything that's going on, and that's just, a, you know, the tritest of trite statements. Everything that's going, all that's going on in the world, with everything that's going on in the world. COVID. COVID. Afghanistan. Uh, not even going to broach that one. Gas prices. <laughs> Unemployment, overemployment, underemployment, lack of service. Well, everything is going on. Then I open any email or post from a from any of my cohort, my brethren and sistren in the vendorhood. Do preach, and it's always the sky is falling. Like I saw one today that's not quite vendor. And if you got this email, you'll know who I'm talking about. I don't really care. I'm just not going to name names of like. How your bank is going to be obsolete in the next decade. Like, that was just a just a, a stem-winding ray of sunshine in my email. But without us, with us, it won't be. Yeah. It's the FOMO. It's the fear of missing out. If you don't look at what I'm selling, you're going to fail. Which is true. In a, I mean, it's, it's worked since we, the we, 50s. You almost have to think, if you're proud of what you do and believe in it, you almost have to wonder, why do people not want what I have? I believe that. I mean, I, re- I mean, legitimately, not even as a joke. The reason I add more clients is because you're handsome. Well, thank you. And your Zoom calls are amazing. Yeah, I'm the best. You have the best filter in the biz. Yeah, is because like the stuff we did for Renaissance or do for Renaissance have done for Renaissance. Our other clients, it works, and, I, and I'm so compelled to bring that to somebody else. So I do think that to a degree, but like. I certainly don't think anyone's going to fail if they don't hire us because I have empirical evidence that people don't fail that don't hire us. And that's the, I don't know, maybe there's been a, since I started in business, there's been a, there's been a massive consolidation of banks. So maybe all those banks being bought out are because they didn't hire us. It's a spurless correlation, but it's interesting thought. I'm going to put that. I'm going to do the stat. I'm going to do what the derpy chicken little skies falling provocateurs out there do and make a study that, that aligns. Just I happened to start my business in 2008 and the banking industry began a rapid consolidation and collapse in 2008. Coincidence? <laughs> and put that in your in your <laughs> all your sales pieces. Uh, it's, it's it's not funny. It's not funny because well, it's a real bad thing. But I could walk down the bullet points of FOMO emails with their subject lines, or whatever. Uh, you know, is your website website ADA or whatever? Man, uh, you know, that look, one y'all, was like the lead for ten years. Y'all, I'm just gonna tell you, they have put the fear of God in y'all about ADA compliance. One, it's not that hard. No, just fix it. To, Y'all out there that believe that ADA compliance is some magic um, soothsaying snake oil thing, y'all have listened to too many vendors. There's a public checklist. They're really uh, um, accessible, including one of them's accessibility um, software to check your website. If your vendors are, I don't know, misrepresenting, there's some good partners from ABA that can help you with it. But like the knowledge curve on web, like that it's intimidating, it's virtual and all that, it is not hard. To, to be ADA compliant. But, but oh my God, 
oh. have the chicken little vendors convince Woo. everybody the sky is falling. Well, that's so. And 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 to my thing, what what makes me what would you mad not enough already to bring it up? have one that was already aware and like on the front end of it? Well, you know, it it popped up with the law firms that that went for the cash grab and the you know that wasn't you know expressly legal. Well, and and let's. For all those who are legally out there, let's say we want all sites to be ADA Yes, compliant. I'm just like saying this, it's not that. But you know how people are in today's world like, well, they didn't say they wanted it, so they must not. No, we absolutely want it. It's like the it. equal opportunity. I get asked this question That's all the next the time. one on my list. At, at any point at any point in, in a web discussing this with any potential client, there's a sort of with bated breath, but what about ADA compliance? And I'm flipping about it. I'm like, we just build ADA compliant websites. It's Just build it. Compliant. There's a checklist that we also build them to work on the internet. I mean, it's just part of what you do when you're worth your salt. But again, these people that also that that took the lawyer's cash grab and jumped into their own cash grab on top of it. Yeah, it was like they're, they're probably working in tandem in some dark room. Remember the old like he's got a green visor with cigar smoke in the back room yeah. somewhere. Teapot that, dome scandal oh, yeah. of, of internet. They, ADA met, they met and boss and an an ADA with attorneys and web web vendor programming or whatever. They all met and said, well, here's a great way we can get some money. Yeah. When, when at the end of the day, it's like, no, just make it work for the people that have different uses of the internet because of whatever specialties they have. It should work. It should be set up that way to begin with. The other FOMO is, is the data thing. Are you doing email right? Get more emails read. And the one that drives me crazy because it shows that the and these are these are almost never bank partners or bank vendors. These are usually outside of the financial service industry. So they don't industry, so they don't know how it works. But they'll send you an email and it'll say, increase your profit by fifty percent. Or your customer retention. Your leads by two hundred percent. Uh, revenue, revenue, revenue up sixty percent with our proven revenue. email plan. When they, when and they I go, really, really, I go. Do you, we're a publicly traded company, so I go. Do you know what our revenue is? And you're going to increase it by five hundred million next year? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's literally yeah. a number like that because we're a sixteen Which billion dollar bank. Margin and yeah. marginal. Yeah, and and I'm making that number up, but it's it's a big number. And for somebody to say we'll increase your revenue by sixty percent, I go no. Yeah, like I'd like to believe you could but no you can't you can't there isn't this when organizations get as large as ours unless there's something crazy that happens you can't nothing's going to increase 60 percent or 50 whatever but, the, but even those i mean that's outside the bank vendor which i don't like our bank space i don't like those what i'm saying is these people there's no rate we're in such a ridiculously regulated industry but there's no regulation on the amount of bs and lies that a vendor can tell to get people riled up that are, I mean, why? I guess you just don't sell anything if you're like, hey, there's nothing to we, lose. We could I'll just you, make something up. We could take you with 10, with 10 easy steps. We could help you well, what I, remain. So some of those compliant. I've responded because, you know, I have a certain. Uh, Je ne sais quoi? To respond to emails and proclivities to Proclivity in comedic fashion. Well, according to... To me, it's funny. To them, it's more like a sting. Old stinger. A little sizzle. Another North Carolina A little singe of, of spite. North Carolina. A singe of spite. Spite of singe. Singe. Yes. Singe in the... So I'll, so I'll ask these and say, 
okay, you want to increase our revenue 60%. Let's, let's do the math. Let's do the math. And then if you think you can do it, how about we pay you when we hit that 60% in whatever time Contingency. You think contingency payment on whatever Ooh, it is. Boy. No, they don't like that. No, no one, one ever like likes it. that. No, no one likes that. Nah. How about, they, how about the unreal. one time you did ask about contingency and they're like, yeah, we do that. Yeah, we. well, that was a different thing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure some vendors listen to this. I mean, obviously you don't have to listen to me, but can we just, just lower be- lower the temperature right now with everything else? Like, people can't even tell when something's bad anymore. Well, you have vendors that contact you about vending your business. <laughs> I mean, a ton of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like we're in a vacuum oh, you know here. And you're, just, right you're just the vendor for a bank. Mine is the capital equity groups that want to buy me out. But they have no clue whether contact when they contact you do that. I mean, do they ever have any real information? I'll t- I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Beyond any vendor I've seen, they weirdly have a lot of information of, of the general profile we fit. And I guess it's like Dun & Bradstreet or some sort of, you know. I will say this. It, it still, one, I have zero interest in selling my company. How much y'all for it? <laughs> Today? Yeah. How about much, $8. How much y'all? You'll pay me to take her. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll pay you to take her off my hands. Oh, I'd love to. Ask him where he got it. Uh, where did he get that company? But uh, now it's, uh, you know, it just always seems too good to be true because they have a little too much data, I think, like. You know, we have a buyer for a company just like yours. I'm like, how many of these did you send out? A few of them, though, it's funny because they'll send, um, it'll have, they forgot to copy and paste the business name. And it's like, because everybody's got a uh, zing zang agency. I love the one that says hi with a comma. And then, they didn't yeah. take the oh, time they either. To, they either didn't put the name or didn't data fill it right. And it says hi, comma, but there's like a space. Yeah. So it's like it was meant to be filled in. And then it goes into some big spiel about who they are and what they do and at the very end when can I get 15 minutes to to engage with you and we can work together uh, it's I don't know it's hilarious just do a little more work but people have asked me and I still can never give an answer like well what's the best way to contact you if you're going to just haze emails all the day and, <laughs> and, and you don't like phone calls you don't like text messaging because Smoke it it. Yeah, how, I, and I'd say some in-person interaction that shows value where I see you at a conference or you have a recommendation or something, but it's got to be more organic for me. If you're talking about specific, what I think it just can't be, Oh, cold call. Yeah. You know what? We do need an email vendor and I have, I have no idea how to find one. I can't tell you, and this sounds braggadocious, but it just happens to be true is we don't reach out to anybody. We we send email, we send our content out because we like making content that hopefully isn't negative i mean i've got some ways you're not competing with the competition and stuff like that because i don't know i guess i fell into the the groove of the the ruse the ruse <laughs> it's a ruse it's a ruse that's a regular red falcon is that what it is a red falcon red herring it's a red herring that's coming out the of a Maltese. coal mine it's coming out of a coal mine the Maltese that would be falcon a, was a red herring the canary the his canary cousin the, the canary mine. comes out of the coal mine I tell to you become what, a red herring when i'm a, a herring's a fish. Well, yeah. It eats it. The fish eats it. Okay. Okay. What? Pickled herring. No. Anyway, I've fallen into the into the negative whatever. I just want to be more positive. I, I think that, that people are being people are being uh, misled. misled. And toot toot. But it but it's the, the train. If you can't oldest the oldest sales tactic out there, it's create fear. 
And then how do I fix the fear? Oh, get my product. Oh, I have the, I, I happen to have the fix I have the it. solution for your branch model that's going to be obsolete in 10 years. Yeah. But so, so let's go ahead and build you another one now that will still be obsolete in 10 years because just we don't have a crystal ball and we can't predict it. It's ridiculous. But anyway, but then what do you should you do then, a fair vendor? Uh, you know, uh, what I, I don't have, I, I mean, this isn't the podcast for vendors. I mean, they should provide value and, you know, actually try to practically provide value and solve the problem without. I just don't think anybody feels the anxiety that they're adding to right now, or or they must not feel the anxiety that they're adding to right now. Oh, I think they're just amplifying their own anxiety of I've got to get business and it's a different world. And so I've got to just fling every message I can out there. So this, this podcast is for bank marketers that work at banks. And my advice to them is like with things like ADA, look, I'll tell you all this. Banking is bank marketing is incredibly nuanced and I would say difficult to do and get right on a day-to-day basis, but the pieces aren't incredibly complex. Compliance is is anywhere from a inconvenience to a nightmare as far as like having to word an ad in a in a compliant way. ADA is an inconvenience but has hard and fast rules that are it's a, necess- it's a necessary nuisance, is what I would say. Yeah. A very necessary nuisance. Um, but the components are not that varied and complex about what you can do. So when someone starts selling you snake oil, especially like the data thing, I mean, that, I, we have a blog, State of Data, that you can download. It's a three-part blog, uh, three easy-to-read blogs, meaning short. That at some point, some vendors have convinced people like there's one to one data on John happens to be wearing a peach colored shirt. Like, do you want to reach middle aged guys in a peach peach shirt shirt on a Wednesday? We can do that. And so, so what banks typically do, what you would typically do as a bank is meet with the people, meet with the people, meet with the people. Executive management doesn't sign off on it, whatever happens because it's too expensive. Go do your research, come back again, go back again. And, and But then you're left with that feeling like this one vendor said they could do it, but you never made them prove it. Cassie Giovanni, uh, who may still listen inside the banking industry now, working a wonderful uh, career at an aquarium, if I'm not mistaken. Red uh, herrings. Red herrings. That's where the full circle. But she was on a podcast back when we took guests that talked about this AI vendor that, that uh, I don't know the podcast. Maybe Bobby can link that. Nah. He can link that one? Okay, cool. So I don't have to repeat it, but like, I mean, that bank, their bank bought that based on the promise that they could, do, AI could do what all it said. 60% increase in revenue. <laughs> and it couldn't. It couldn't. It sounded too good to be true, but anyway, people are left with that feeling that it can still be done, and it's a completely unrealistic expectation to go out there and actually find the needle in the haystack. Also in that blog, I posit that over-targeting leads to over-missing. Um, because if that I, was a really good one, by the way. You liked it? Because mm-hmm. I think it's one of the biggest misnomers that people try to sell to bankers that you've got to target. And the it, data. We and, have the and, data. And you'll save on all the expense if you just target and pick this and this person on their journey at this point in time. And I'm like, well, how are you going to find that? Well, not only if you if you can, the cost to being able to do that may outweigh the cost of just shotgunning. And the flip side is when you shotgun, I don't know that you don't get what they term the halo effect of, well, the brand reach might help, or there might be some 
other contact that helps it in there. So sometimes I think targeting the cost of targeting too much, like postage, spending on postage versus first class versus just every door direct mail, which we've talked about ad nauseum. My point is you can cover the whole community for cheaper than you can, you know, one street because you're the difference in the class of postage you're purchasing. But yep. people, that, but it's got to be targeted just those households for direct mail. Why not just target everyone? You might get some extra. Guess what? You're going to get the people yeah, in there anyway. and a few others, and sometimes for less. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, sometimes the the art of targeting isn't quite the uh, the je ne sais quoi that they say, tell you that it is. <laughs> to use that term incorrectly. <laughs> you enjoyed it. Hey, it is what I said it was. Not much to learn from this, I guess. No, there is a lot to learn from it. If it sounds too good to be true. It probably is. If it sounds too difficult, like, to even... That's the thing, man. And, and I know I'm, I'm beating a dead horse because I've said it, but, like, I see this <laughs> this bank marketer. Th- this job, like I said, is, is still difficult. I, I'm not trying to... When, when I said earlier, but it's difficult to do, but, again, without having all of these different options. One, our budget limits, it's all this stuff, but it's still that person is under so much pressure from from performance and compliance and maybe executive management that doesn't believe in marketing. They always feel like they have to justify their job. Oh. And then for somebody to, some seagull to fly over and poop on you, like your bank's going to go out of business and just shoot you into anxiety response because they have something. And even if well, I can promise you it's this, just it's probably not going to be marketing's fault if the bank goes no, out of business. Now, you can be. hurt a reputation. You can mess up a sales culture. Like there's stuff you can do, but the bank failing to me, and I can be proven wrong, I often am, but a bank failing over a marketing campaign or a branding campaign, highly, highly unlikely. And it's highly unlikely you're going to save the bank if it's going to close or a branch is going to be resized or re-strategized into some other market. Unlikely that the marketing is going to be able to save it. Marketing can enhance and create a brand and a culture and help sell product and drive business, but it's not, I, think I don't mar- think it's going to save, to, to kick off your originally open comment of 10 years, banking will be, locations will be obsolete. It will not be, it will not be the marketing department's fault. It, it, no, it, I would say it the won't mar- save them either. Yeah. I, if well, that happens, well, I, I don't say, think it's going to happen at all, no. but, but it's not going to be. Well, the pundits have, I mean, how many times has it been predicted just the world's going to end? From Y2K to Mayan calendar to Haley's Comet. It's funny that you said that because the first thing I thought of was, where are we on that Mayan calendar right now? Oh, we're past that. Okay, good. They just ran out because they're like, I guess that's far enough. Yeah, well, if you, if you truly it. believed, we're in you purgatory. You can't hear what Bobby just said, but he basically talked about the Allspark from Transformers. The Allspark. And Megatron it was just the, the more real-world version of the Allspark. Yeah. That there was a thing we found and it created the end of the world. Yeah. He didn't really talk about Transformers, but I like the Allspark. So. Like also a MacGuffin. Yes, we've well, we've discussed the MacGuffin, but that is a MacGuffin. Yeah, oh, so, item so that, the Maltese that advances Falcon, the plot. Yeah, but without any real significance other than the fact that it exists. That's the Maltese Falcon. It's not a red herring. I don't know where red herring came from. False trail. It's the canary in the coal mine. I don't know. But... Anyway, for those that want to take some value out of this conversation, one, don't be scared. There's enough apprehension and enough anxiety in the world now with all this going on to be worried about 10 years from now what branching is going to look like in banks for marketers. Now, I'm not talking about if you're the CEO of the company and you're working on a branching strategy and where you're going to place your capital. Yeah, 
there's some anxiety that they need to feel and that we can help with if you're you know in alco or a senior management position but don't sweat over reports that we're going to find our demise in 10 years and if so you're a marketer there's lots of businesses that need marketing so you can have some skills that you can transfer into another area also don't feel like everything you get pitched is you're missing out on it because the one that's actually missing out is the one that's pitching you because they don't have your business so they're the ones missing out you're the one that has the business to drive and the budget to spend so flip it around when you think of it is they're the ones that are actually missing out on you and the desperation is what is shown in those uh, pitching methods of zoom or email or text messaging or whatever it is and again i wish i could tell you the silver bullet to find a vendor partner like us at renaissance or to, on the flip side for mabus agency but I think it take, it's, it's about like dating. It takes a, a special spark and chemistry between the groups to make sure it works. So uh, that being said, with a little closing rant here by your friend Johnny O, we will uh, we'll sign off. See ya. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mabus Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.